Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In depth, blood and sweat don't pay off for China's army of delivery workers. Written by Yuan Riyang, Guantong, Chentong, Chu Yunxu, and Timmy Shen. Published in Taishin Global, read to you by Heather Mowbray. In January, a food delivery man for Alibaba-owned takeout dining specialist Erlema set himself on fire outside a shop in the eastern Chinese city of Taizhou. People from nearby shops helped to extinguish the flames, but the delivery man, surnamed Liu, who hauled food for Erlema's Fengniao service in Jiangsu province, refused to be taken to hospital until he discussed the issue of money he was owed for his blood and sweat. As COVID-19 ravaged China and plunged parts of the country into lockdown early last year, delivery workers became essential. Despite their contribution, many still lacked the same labour protections as employees in more formal lines of work. Liu's ordeal is just one story that's drawn attention to the gruelling conditions faced by millions of workers from China's low-end services sector. He's among a legion of internal migrants who once found work in construction and manufacturing, but now toil under difficult circumstances, delivering food and packages at breakneck speeds. They often work long hours, frequently without overtime pay, and have little recourse when they get into disputes with their employers. The labour force, now working for the food delivery platforms, is the same as that working for Foxconn Technology a decade ago, said a labour industry veteran who asked not to be named, referring to the contract manufacturing giant who assembles devices for Apple. Foxconn factories were the site of a string of workplace suicides early last decade, and in 2010, the company's president Terry Goh was forced to deny the firm had asked workers to sign agreements stating they didn't intend to commit suicide. In addition to hiring fixed-term regular employees, today's internet companies often use third-party labour service platforms to employ a large number of temporary workers to work flexible hours. This new gig economy uses data and mobile technologies to quickly match labour supply with demand, creating a new segment of the economy that the government views as a jobs creator. Currently, Meituan and Erlema which run the most popular takeout delivery services in China, each have nearly 1 million monthly active delivery workers. Meituan has about 3.99 million registered delivery workers, a number that's grown by more than 2.1 million since the epidemic began in China. Erlema has 850,000 monthly active delivery workers out of 3 million or so that are registered. In the third quarter of last year, the gross transaction value of Meituan's food delivery business increased by 36% year-on-year, and its food delivery business's operating profits jumped to 768.5 million yuan, or 107.9 million US dollars, from 330.9 million yuan in the same period of 2019, according to its third quarter results. One can make money as long as you work hard, is the mantra of food delivery worker Sun Bao, an assumed name who works nearly 12 hours a day, 
and can complete up to 52 deliveries in that period. Sun said that he has to save at least 7,000 yuan a month or it would be difficult for his wife to raise their twin sons back in the hometown. Sun doesn't consider entitlements like health insurance when considering whether or not to take a job. Meituan, which employs him directly, deducts more than 160 yuan from his salary each month to pay for the commercial insurance that's supposed to cover all of its delivery workers for accidents and work-related injuries. For Sun, that's a big enough expense. The model of employing temporary workers prevails among industry platforms in the shared economy, which use labour services from the temporary workers' platform so they don't have to pay as much in social insurance costs. Although they can work longer and earn more under the piece rate model that pays them according to the number of deliveries they make, most don't receive the standard slate of entitlements such as health insurance and work-related injury insurance that former employees receive. The labour market for flexible employment is dominated by new companies. Because of the low barriers to enter, these companies try to get a competitive edge by making the lowest bid possible to the platforms, the same labour expert said. They can do this because they don't have to pay the costs for worker entitlements like social insurance, the expert said. Hao Junxin, a lawyer who has long provided legal advice for temporary workers, said for the purpose of such entitlements, it is currently difficult to establish a formal labour relationship between part-time delivery workers and the platforms they work for. If a delivery worker is injured on the job, the platform basically takes no responsibility, and for full-time delivery workers, only some end up getting their labour relationships clarified legally in such a way that compels the platforms to take responsibility, he said. As a practical matter, delivery workers don't get much benefit from the commercial insurance if they do have it. That's because the coverage is often spotty and making claims is often difficult. Dong Baohua, a professor at East China Normal University Law School, who helped draft China's labour law, said that the law's biggest flaw is its inability to protect the rights of people who are unable to protect themselves, including temporary workers. If a worker gets into an accident, the internet platform won't usually compensate the worker unless it gets widespread attention online, Dong said. This is not a sign of social progress. He said that policymakers' top priority would be to speed up the process for improving labour protections for temporary workers and others in new forms of employment. Liu Jingbo, director of the River Delta law firm in Shanghai, said there needs to be scientific standards established for determining when someone dies from overwork and a union set up for food delivery workers so they can take advantage of collective bargaining. In the long run, the country should change the law to fundamentally address the issues facing such employees, Lou said.